Today's podcast is about why some people hate victims of narcissistic abuse. Recently, I was scrolling through my journal. I came across an entry I made in February 2020 regarding something I learned about one of my cousins shortly after I joined Instagram. I immediately deleted Instagram with only days of joining because of this. To get why I found it disturbing enough to delete that account so quickly, you need to know a little bit of background. Growing up, my cousin and I were never close. My mother never let me get very close to anyone on my father's side of the family. Even as adults, though, this cousin and I just didn't really click. We tried somewhat to have a relationship as adults, though, anyway. In 2014, she had a Christmas party a few days before Christmas and invited me. I couldn't attend, and she attacked me for not coming, even though she knew I don't celebrate Christmas. Immediately after, she stopped speaking to me and unfriended me on Facebook. Nineteen months later, this cousin sent me an email. The only, su- only the subject line of the email had any text. It said, supposed to make amends with everybody. Judging by the language, I assumed that meant she must be in some sort of 12-step program since that is word-for-word one of the steps. I ignored the email because I believe if someone is sincere about making amends, they're going to say something in the email on the topic rather than send a blank email. This cousin never tried to contact me again until my father was dying in 2017 when she tried to force me to visit him one final time. When I ignored her calls and messages, she tried to force another cousin into bullying me into seeing my father. She also used her dead mother's Facebook account to contact me, so I had to block that account. Yes, you heard that right. I blocked my dead aunt's Facebook. When that failed, this cousin sent me a very shaming email about what a bad Christian I am. It arrived the evening before my father's funeral. I heard nothing else from her until she followed me on Instagram in early 2020. I was shocked she would follow me since, like the rest of my family, she clearly thought so poorly of me. I asked God why would she do that. His response was very interesting and I think very informative for many victims of narcissists who deal with either the narcissist or their evil minions stalking them. This is what he said. Your cousin is insanely, obsessively, morbidly envious. She thinks you've had this easy, charmed life. When she sees you, what she thinks is whining about your childhood, it justifies her hatred of you. She felt her parents didn't really care about her, and she saw you sheltering you. That's where the envy began. She lied to herself about her parents loving her and being so close to her mother, your aunt. She thinks you're lying about your parents and you're being a spoiled brat. She thinks you're petty and weren't really abused. She also can't accept that her uncle would be abusive or marry someone who was. She thinks abuse is only physical or sexual. Verbal abuse doesn't count to her. She thinks narcissistic personality disorder is a made-up thing that you use to justify talking about your parents this way. The devil feeds her delusions. He makes her think the things she does and those things feed her rage and disgust of you. Now, I would guess many of you now feel an aha moment. Somehow it makes sense that someone you know feels this way about you, and that's why they're so devoted to the narcissist in your life, and also feel free to treat you so badly. I truly hope this helps you, because not knowing the motivation behind someone's ridiculous and abusive behavior can be pretty hard. When you know what they say and and do has more to do with them than you, 
it can be surprisingly freeing. It helps tremendously to know that the problem truly has nothing to do with you and instead is all about the other person's dysfunction. If this does fit a situation with someone you know, if you can, please pray for that person. Pray for them to come to know Jesus as their Savior and for Satan to leave them alone. Those are two things they need more than anything else in this world. As difficult as it can be, please try to pray for them. The more you do it, the easier it becomes, and the more likely they are to turn their lives around. It also will help you to be blessed and to have peace because you know you are following Jesus' command in Matthew 5.44 to pray for your enemies. So thank you for listening to my podcast.